Welcome to episode 7 of Cultured Bubs. I'm your boy Will, Drewski, Mike. Today we got my good old friend Bob here. Bobby um, B. Oh yeah. So I'm going to break down Bob for you guys just because fraternity brothers, so I know I'm a little better than the other guys, but we all love Bob here. Uh, him and I <laughs> are dynamic. Oh yeah. Bobby Boucher, you said? Let's go. Oh, you got to go back to episode 6. The, <laughs> the mud dogs. The SCLC mud dogs. Bob and I are a dynamic duo in water basketball. Um, yeah, without a doubt. You are literally Shaq in water basketball. <laughs> just feed the pain. Just a big body. <laughs> that's, that's all you need in water basketball. Just Stand big up, body. big body. D1 water basketball. Every time I want to go on a dot, I'm like, wait, I won't be as physical in water basketball. Um, he does run Zoomies in Belden Village, so if you need your shoes, you need your apparel, you need your skateboard, he's your guy. Looking for some new beanies. beanies. He's a Pennsylvania State champion in the sport of baseball. That I am. He's a tough. knee away from being on an MLB contract, I would say. Probably. Yeah. Um, Turkey Bowl champ in 2022. 2021, um, lost due to overpowered opponent, a.k.a. me. Um, and is an academic all-star due to reasons we will withhold. Um, but I'm proud of my buddy here. I'm curious. Had a great semester. <laughs> we'll talk about it off camera. Had a great semester. At, or a great year, I should say. At Mount Union, just finished out. And... Now we're going to talk some Stranger Things, but um, Let's get it. It's a little definitely, definitely proud of you, Bob. I'm very happy to have you on. I know, I know these guys are. Um, yeah, thanks for coming, here. Bob. Yeah, yeah to meet you, man. We were thinking, like, we don't know a lot of people just off the top of our head that like Stranger Things. Like, most people like Stranger Things, but we're like... But not passionate about Like, it. you know, you know your people that are passionate about sports. You know your people that are passionate about Marvel. But then I was like, I remember, I feel like me and Bob talked about Stranger Things last oh, summer, I, so... I think you gave me two posters for Walkout. Stranger Things poster. Oh yeah, I did. You gave actually you gave me one, Bowman gave me one. Okay. That was my two. Yeah. Drew, you might need to stock up on some diapers for season four. Dude, yeah, I might. Uh, yeah. I'm keeping so that nice a little bit scary. On site. <laughs> so season four comes out this Friday. Well, volume one of season four. Um seven episodes will be released this Friday night. And the other two episodes we have to wait like five weeks for, July for four weeks. Two volumes? Yeah. The last two episodes, which will be a combined like four hours long. Um, we will have to wait till July 4th, unfortunately. But that's just more content for you guys. Um, so, got to look at the positives, right? But what we're going to do with this episode is we're just going to talk everything that's happened before Season 4. You know, breakdowns, episode, or Seasons 1, 2, and 3. And then talk about how excited we are for 4, what we expect. And answer some questions that are burning on the internet. Um, so, we'll start with Stranger Things 1. It came out July 15th, 2016. The cast, um, a lot of people in this cast, obviously children... <clears throat> weren't very known outside of Winona Ryder. Um, mm-hmm. And boy, have they made a name for themselves over the last six years. Yeah. Uh, David Harbour, Finn Wolfhard, Millie Bobby Brown, Gaten Adarazzo, Caleb McLaughlin. I learned that it's McLaughlin, not McLaughlin. Oh, that's yeah. weird. Uh, Natalia Dyer, Charlie Heaton, Joe Keery, Noah Schnapp, Cara Buono, Randy Havens, Matthew Modine, the list goes on. Great cast, season one. Got a 97% on Rotten Tomatoes, 8.8 on IMDb, so obviously very well received. And we... 2016, Michael and I would have been junior. It would have been after our junior year. So we were going into senior year, and I remember our English teacher, when we went into class, she had, like, the the light set up on the back mm-hmm. wall. Um, yeah, yep. And I was, I was sitting there because I hadn't watched season one yet. So this was, like, three months after it came out, and I'm like, oh, another one of those. Because I thought it was just – I didn't think it was going to be that good. Yeah. Um, but I, I remember seeing that, and I was like, maybe I'll give it a chance. And I still didn't. didn't. But let's talk about it. We'll start with Bob. <clears throat> Thoughts, likes, dislikes on season one, where it all started. 
honestly, season one for me, I think is on. I would say my favorite. I don't okay. know if I'm getting ahead of myself with that, but I oh, think I want to say season one's probably my favorite because I feel I feel like all three are like parts to a whole. Like yeah. they don't really have their own like if it, like standalone. If they were just their own show per season, it wouldn't work. Yeah, I mean that's obvious. It's seasons in a show, but to where the cliffhangers on each just kept pushing. I think like the fourth's gonna be like the full circle. Yeah. And the big thing with the first one, I just felt it had that good mix of like you didn't know what kind of show it was because it had that like horror aspect. Yeah. It wasn't really the sci-fi like pop culture that it seems it kind of not pivoted to but fell into like yeah, found its niche. For sure. For but sure. I think the, that's why I think I like the first, like being a fan of horror. I think the fact that it was kind of a horror vibe the entire time until the end. Yeah. That is why I liked it. Okay. Completely. I'm going to segue to Drew here. A guy who does not like horror. Yeah. Um, as we've made apparent through the first six episodes. Uh, <laughs> you love this show. I do love this show. Episode, <laughs> or season one, what, what kind of caught your attention as not being a big horror movie so fan? So like... I th- I thought they did like a really good job. Like it's like horror aspect. Like it's not like a straight horror show. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah. For it's like not too scary. Like I love like the characters. Like the kids are like really good actors. Yeah. Hopper, Will's mom. Like you like you feel Will's mom's pain. Yeah, like, for sure. Her My son Ryder was fantastic. Going crazy about like or is finding Will. It also just did, like, a really good job, like, setting up, like, the future of Stranger Things. Like, yeah. the love interest between Mike and Eleven. Yep. Jonathan, Nancy. And I just... The love like the, triangle, even. Yeah. We don't, even know, triangle. we don't even know yeah. if that story's over. Yeah, true. Right. my boy Steve come out on top, finally. Um, right. <laughs> so, there's a lot of, like I said, questions to be answered in season four. And season Absolutely. one definitely did a great job. Michael... What do you have to say about Stranger Things 1? Well, like these two over here, I'm a big horror guy too. But like Drew said, it's not really a straight horror series. And yeah. you can see the a little bit of comedic value in it too. Like They kind of try to dip oh, yeah. into a bunch of different genres, which I really like. And love the acting for how young the kids are. The soundtrack. Really oh, good. Very all, good All soundtrack. three seasons. Yeah. I mean, undefeated... Uh, I have them on vinyl. It's yeah. you're basically throwing on '80s hits. It's like they pick <laughs> like the perfect songs, like uh, when they find Will's body yeah. at the river, and like mm-hmm. the kids like see and they're like crying. Like it just was like so like impactful. Yeah, not and just the music though, but the right. sounds too. Like right. the yes. written music for Stranger Things, both fantastic. I, I I would say the title sequence, in my opinion, has a very... Iconic intro. Yeah. Oh, it's iconic, but it has a very, like, for the the Ohioans that are listening, if anybody out of state is listening, you might not understand this, but it's very Millennium Force Station-esque to me. Like, I feel like when I'm waiting at the Millennium Force, I hear the Stranger Things sound at Cedar Point. Oh, but, okay. Um, so it has, like, yeah. that... You know, like... Yeah, yeah. But it is iconic. Every time you hear it, you're, like, intrigued. But... And it does a great way at just portraying that time period, like yeah, yes. like the whole '80s vibe, and yep. And I like how it's like going along with like like throughout the '80s, like they're getting older, yes. and it's going mm-hmm. like so. Season one was such like a dry aesthetic, and it was like a dry color of the '80s. Like it had yeah. like the '80s bicycles, vehicles, right. like just the 
overall setting, but then now it's like, okay, it's getting into the more of like the pop culture of the 80s, yep. like the older they're getting, and like the more mid 80s. Yep. And you see how more colorful, right. like, like season three with the mall, how yeah. colorful everything was yes. as compared to season yes. one, yep. to where there was like none of that. Yeah. Right. And then like season two was the arcade. Like yeah. it was like, yeah. it's yeah. gradual growth. Yep. Into it. And it's following the growth too of like the kid's life. You go from Dungeons and Dragons, bikes in the basement to go to the arcade with your friends to yeah. now you're old enough to go to the mall and shop for clothes. Yeah, being sims, like yeah. following getting, everybody's yeah. getting jobs. And yeah. so it does a really good job of that for sure. Season one for me, like I said, I hesitated because I thought it'd be done, which I was completely I wrong. definitely felt the same way too though. Like yeah. you kind of like put it perfectly. Like you started seeing people in everyday life like have stranger things like calls like how you said like it was like the lights up on the wall and it's like Right. Yeah. What is it? Like, am I going to yeah. like this? Like, is this, like, yeah. corny? And yeah. me, like, not being a horror fan, I was like, yeah, I'm not going to try this. Yeah, I, I like it. I didn't know what to think of it because I didn't even think it was horror at first. Yeah. I just, I thought it was just, like, sci fi, just okay, whatever. And then, like, watching, I was like, wait, what is this? Right. Like, I was, like, actually getting nervous. Like, yeah. <laughs> and it almost, it almost gives you an idea of, like, a, like, a, not a young kid show, but, like, a kid show until, like, somebody dies. And then you're like, Oh, yeah. This is taking a little bit of a This is where it's going. My thing was, too, at this time, Netflix originals had not really hit. Right. Um, I think this was was like a groundbreaking one for Netflix. Because they've released a lot of good originals since then, for sure. Yeah. Um, But back in 2016, I was like, oh, it's just another Netflix original. It's going to be a low-budget schmuck show. Right, schmuck show. I think that was also, like, right when I actually got Netflix for the first time. Yeah. It was, like, latter high school years yeah yeah, yeah. In the same college. I was like what, so 17 like, when I had just out. got yeah. it that was didn't peak know, Netflix like... and chill era <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but like um, so I finally gave it a shot because Stranger Things 2 was coming out and I was like alright if they have a second season the first one's gotta be decent yeah, I didn't and I ended up binging it um, I watched all of season 1 I actually skipped uh, one of my first college classes like my first semester in college I skipped one of my earlier classes to finish the last episode <laughs> like stayed up all night um who doesn't skip classes? Sorry, geology. Um, but it's an important class, dude. Yeah, like, but the Demogorgon, awesome monster, and I think that's something I also like about it a lot is that the fact that it's just two nerd brothers that got together and like, let's make a nerdy show. Like, it's based right. off of like Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, like, that's awesome. Um, and obviously, Drew likes that. You gotta show the shirt. Um, <laughs> See you on the other side, nerds. If you couldn't tell from the first episode, <laughs> Drew is a nerd. I am. But proud. I just like you guys. Are said, we all though? Love the origin story of everything in season one. Yeah. And like you guys said, it sets up the future to be bright. Um, and I guess we'll just go into season two now. Uh, season two released October twenty seventh, twenty seventeen. So just a little <clears throat> over a year later. Um, they did add Dacre Montgomery, Sadie Sink, Sean Astin, Rudy, Rudy, <laughs> Paul Reiser, Brad Gelman, and Freya Ferguson. Um, got 94% on the Rotten Tomatoes, 8.4 on IMDb, and just as well received. Um, we'll, we'll get into this one. Mike, I'll start with you. Likes, dislikes, thoughts on season two. Um, the Mind Flayer takes over. I'm not going to lie. like That's definitely my least favorite season, so... Not much of it stays in my mind. Like, it's not very memorable to me. Yeah. But, like, I thought the design of the Mind Flare was cool and unique. Yeah. Definitely terrifying. Um, Tell me. I about really like. <laughs> Dread Nightmares of the Shadow Monster. He's got PTSD already. But, um, I really. What's Who's the actor that played Billy? Zach Efron. 
Can't tell me otherwise. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm being dead ass, dude. I literally thought it was Zach Efron when I first really? was watching. He looks like him. Dude, you can't tell me that. I agree a little bit. He did a good job at just like being obviously like a bad person. Like yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like he's, he's, he's like the typical to be '80s like douchebag older brother, yeah, yeah, like douchebag yeah. step brother. Yeah, yeah, like that yeah. is he definitely hit the mark where they wanted to hit. Yeah, him. yeah. And then you got the beef between him and Steve. That's one of the more memorable, you know, on the basketball court. Yeah. Yep. Steve's no longer the top dog because Nancy dumped him, and there's a new guy in town. Steve so. was going through. Yeah, he ripping the darts, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but Drew, your thoughts on season two? So, man, it's really tough. I, I put them at like the same level, like season one and two. The one thing I didn't like about season two was like eleven, like gonna find your sister, because like yeah. it, it really didn't make much sense. Well, I'm wondering did. if that's gonna play into season four more. Like she comes, helps. <clears throat> yeah, which we'll, we'll get into it when we get more into the season four. But yeah. I, was her sister or was her mother? That's eight, right? Well, her she mom, but she went mom. and saw her sister, which was number eight. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay, see, so yeah. yeah, like how you said, I forgot that even occurred. Yeah, it was like, it was like, wait, wait, wait. Yeah. It was like episode seven. One through five was really good. Six and seven were at, and the ending got better, but yeah. I, I agree, like, that was definitely one of my least favorite parts of the show. Like, right. I think season two was just like, like I agree like that is definitely my least favorite out of the three. But like I look at it kind of how like anime does. Like I don't know how like if you guys have watched before, I have. but like how they have filler episodes. Yeah, yeah. It's I feel, but I feel like it was a mix of like like linear plot and filler at the same time to where they it was they were like building the skeleton of like what's to come with th- seasons. Well, what happened in season three and then what's to be in season four. Yeah, but I feel like. We couldn't have not had season two. No, and for sure. Right. Now. It's a key to yeah. yeah. There were it lots was... of side quests, if you... Exactly. Like, that, like necessary There's a way to quests. put it. So, yeah, like, yeah. I mean, for sure, you, you have the relationship of Hopper and Eleven building now that we find out Eleven yep. is his daughter. Yeah. Well, not like biological, but obviously. But like, yeah. Yeah. adopted. And then yeah. you, have, you have more of the... We saw, like you said, the... The simping and the love interest the in season three. That's built up in season two, Michael yeah. Eleven. Steve's like character growth. Like yep. you hate him in season one. Grew Team in Steve season did. Two. Yeah, Team Steve. Then you have way. Mad Max that comes in. You have Billy that comes in. He's obviously the Poon Slayer three. Yeah. Billy. Um you bring Bob in, who I loved, and you do him dirty. That was mm. one of my least Yeah, I was like it just seemed unnecessary. Why, to why just did you have to him? kill him he off? He was Joyce's side piece. Dude. I thought I, I read loved Hold Bob. on. I oh, thought Bob I was a stud. Bob was a good dude. He found the tunnel. Like he was, yeah. he was the brains behind listen, the whole operation just to get eaten by a demodog. Listen, I thought I read something about his actor couldn't keep playing him, and that's why they killed him. Oh, okay, off. I'm pretty sure that's it. Yeah. So Where you got did you get contract? <laughs> did you guys notice that Madeline Klein was in it? When? Season two. It's like one of the first like episodes. Matt, I saw her. I was like. Is that Sarah Cameron from Outer Banks? <laughs> so I, I had to look it up, and she is. Yeah. I have still yet to see that show. Yeah, I'm, uh, same. Both schmucks. Um, <laughs> but yeah, not a fan of the sister episodes. Um, <laughs> do any of you guys have anything to add on season two? I mean, it's it's basically... No. It was cool to It's like, needed, but no, like... Well, well, the only good take, the positive take from season two, what was Bob's catchphrase? What did he say? I can't I can't remember it. I've been trying to think about it. But it was his first name, last name, and like Handyman. Like something like that. Do you know what I'm talking about? What is Bob's last name? Starts like with it. You got a laptop, yeah. Will. Needs? No. <laughs> no. You're thinking Spider-Man now. 
Yeah, oh, yeah, it's like his catchphrase. Chris I feel like, like I want to say newbie, but I don't. I don't think Bob yeah, newbie. Is. is it Bob it is. newbie? Yep, Bob newbie. Yeah, what was his? What, what What did he say? Um, let me look it up. That's gonna bother me. <laughs> that's now. new. That's why <laughs> we got it. Um, <clears throat> Bob the brain and Bob the superhero were his aliases. Doesn't really Bob say anything about the catchphrase though. What? Um, yeah, that's Bob. Maybe look like Bob newbie quotes. It says, remember, Bob, Bob Newby, superhero. superhero. That's yeah. what it was. Yeah. Bob Newby, superhero. And then at the end, you see and then that. And he says it right before he gets yucked. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dude. That was tough. That was a tearjerker. He, oh, he just turns sure. a corner. Bob Newby, superhero. I don't know. Then, like, <laughs> they played him, him, bro. They played him, like, five minutes after it happens, you just see eight of them just eating him alive. Yeah. That, that was, was tough to see. Really tough. And then season three has the flashbacks, which make you like want to tear up while she's eating on the couch. Yes. Like he's there on the couch watching TV, and I'm like, man. And she had to watch it happen too, right? Like, yeah, right yeah. in front of her. Yeah. Her and Hopper. Like, that girl, Joyce, man. She's been through it. Her kid gets kidnapped. Twice. Side piece gets <laughs> Well, eaten kidnapped alive. and possessed. Yeah, literally. Poor Jeez. Will, dude. Poor Byers. Yeah. No wonder at the end of season three they move away. Uh, season three. Comes out fourth of July. It came out fourth of July, twenty nineteen. Um, we were all, you know, post high school or towards the end of high school here. Um, I remember binging this one when it came out after fireworks, uh, and I remember Jesse coming home like four at like four a.m. and just super loud. Like I, it was weird, but I watched that all in one night after the fireworks. They added Maya Hawk and Alec Utgoff this series and some more. Um, those are the big main ads, though. My Hawk playing Robin, Alec playing Alexi, which is another character that you start growing to love and they just mm-hmm. off, but obviously mm-hmm. Poor Alexi. side characters. Yeah. This one got an 89% on Rotten Tomatoes, 8.5 on IMDb, which surprised me because personally this is my favorite season. It's also Same. my favorite. Um, I don't know if we're all... You said season uh, one think, is your favorite. I think if I had to rank them, I'd go 1-3-2. Three, 1-3-2. Two. Three, two. See, I go 3-1 yeah. or really close, then 2 is just... Yeah. I don't there, think there's like they're like both here and then yeah. chilling. There's like room for other seasons. Yeah, yeah, it. for sure. But uh, I really like three. Um, I like you said the the lightning. You know, yeah. like the lighting and the addition of just more '80s references. I loved all of that. You know, you, the summer the, vibes. The summer vibes. They're in the movie theater. Back to the Future yes. playing in theaters. That like, was that's hilarious. Awesome. Yeah, Steve was about that. He went to the past. Why they call it Back to the Future? <laughs> yeah, he's like, is his mom trying to get with him? <laughs> <laughs> that's um, hilarious. That's what I've written. Steve is the goat. Steve. Yeah, Bob. I was saying season three is where Steve solidifies yeah. best character, yes. and, and that was like one of the things we missed. Like season two, we like we sort of touched on it, but season two is like Steve's be- becoming the big brother of yeah. the group moment, yeah. like going Dustin. through the tunnels with like the bat. Yeah, because yeah. I like you mm-hmm. see season three, like that very first scene, whenever Dustin comes to the mall, and, and it's the Steve they dap up, God, and they do the yeah, like it's like you see like okay with the time that's elapsed that we haven't seen like it said because doesn't I think it doesn't start out as like six months later or like something like that to where no time has passed. I love how he's no longer the top dog too. He's just a good dude. Like yeah. Robin even says, "How many kids are you friends with?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's but, like one of the goons now. Yeah. So, yeah, he would let the kids like sneak in through the back to get into the theater. Yeah, and I like how uh, when they're down in uh, in like the Russian place um, below the mall, and he <laughs> finally wins a fight. And yeah, <laughs> Dustin's there. You did it. You, did it. <laughs> you finally won. <laughs> and then he gets 
beat up and drugged. But, yeah, yeah. <laughs> literally. But he had his moment on top, you know. Um, right. We already talked about it. Billy as the antagonist was the setup that we all saw yeah, coming in season two, and I think it was phenomenal. Oh, they did a good job. That was another great one, you know. It's a weird, but I love this reference. I don't know if you guys caught it because I'm the big 80s movie guy. Um, it was a uh, Fast Times reference. There was actually two Fast Times yeah. references. But the pool scene, when he comes out and it starts playing Moving in Stereo, mm-hmm. that's the same song that plays when Phoebe Cates gets out of the pool in yep. Fast Times. Yep. And then also Dustin, when he's talking about Susie, completely disagree. Obviously, Susie's a child, but Phoebe Cates is top tier for me. So saying she's smart and hotter than Phoebe Cates, come on, Dustin. But anyways, I love both of those references. The Phoebe Cates reference and the moving in stereo by the cars. I thought he was talking about a girl is great. I thought Steve knew about her. I was just laughing. No, Phoebe Cates was like one of the sweethearts of the 80s when it comes to cinema. But um, I I liked how they also used historical references in this one. So the Cold War tensions, you know, you got Mm -hmm. Soviet Union versus America. And then, the uh, before I get to the ending, your guys' thoughts on season three, Drew, I'll start with you. Starting with me, uh, the Upside Down was really cool. I thought they did a good job, like, showing it more. Yeah. Um, I, I like how, like, they had, like, different squads, like, Hopper and Joyce and Murray. Murray's yeah. also in there. Bald Eagle. Bald Eagle. <laughs> He's like, God, I hate kids. Bald Eagle. Oh, God, I hate kids. <laughs> The, we finally get to see the Mind Flayer, too. Yeah. yeah. Which I think see. they did that well. I, I liked the the live-action, like, right. slimy Mind Flayer. I, don't yeah, know. I, just, I, just, I thought it was weird and didn't really understand the reference of, like, people just kind of, like, morphed into mush. Yeah. I would say... I, I, I didn't I, really like, like They would have, like, played that out more, or, like, if there would have been, like, some D&D reference to right. that. Yeah, that would have been, been cool. Okay, that would have been kind of cool, but, like... It started out with like okay, it's just the rats like mushing that was where or something, I was confusing, they really and then it was just the people out of nowhere yeah. just mushing. And I was that like, poor old lady, dude. Yeah. yeah, but like I, I liked it in the same sense. You know, you flay a dude that you know is not going to turn on you because Will at times would fight the mind flare. And personally, Billy, you you get that dude. You're you're set. You got the perfect guy. That's going, that's a perfect. That's going post. to get your perfect. That's post, going to yeah. make you grow. Like yeah. right. Um, so I liked it in that sense, but yeah, I wish they would have done a little more explaining, especially with the rats too. I wish they would have done a little more background yeah, for yeah, rats too. Yeah, that was weird. Um, I but, like how they showed like Billy's like past also. Yeah, like his mom and his abusive dad. Like Billy was a good kid till his dad. Like just so you away. know how messed up he is. Like yeah. the reason why. Right. He yeah. Is, you know, there's usually he has to be tough because his dad made him that. There's way. usually trauma. Yeah. yeah, yeah trauma. Like exactly. That. Yeah. And then obviously ending with the sacrifice of Billy. Um, Michael, your thoughts Came on through. Yeah. Um, season three. You guys hit a lot of marks. That's yeah. the thing about this. The thing about this when you have four people, like everybody kind of says, yeah, a lot. what you're thinking. But you're like, but, I was kind of thinking about. <laughs> one thing you guys didn't mention is I like how everybody's all simped up. Then Dustin's got his one chick from all the camp in from Utah, yeah. Utah. <laughs> and they're like, "Are you sure she's real?" And then yeah. at the end, no one's she believing. Ends up coming. And then. He called. That's one of my favorite scenes. The last yeah. episode, oh, Mind yeah. Flayers chasing these dudes down yeah. the road. And you just hear, turn around. <laughs> <laughs> and like Kevin Susan starts singing, and they're all just sitting in the car, like, what? and like Hopper and Joyce yeah. are in the Russian like down there, and Murray's like, "What is going on?" Right. And then so just busts a Susie, and she like, yeah, it's, it's phenomenal. And then she just busts out Plank's Common like it was yeah. nothing yeah. either. Plank's Common is six point. Like I was like, okay, that's cool. It's <laughs> yeah. but. 
But I, no, I, that was phenomenal. The, I feel like the way that like that Billy ended was necessary. Like, yeah, yeah, it was like like if they would have done that, that any other way, I feel like it wouldn't have worked out for his character. It's just like. I want more from his character now that like we see the why. Yeah. Like, I want to see what he's like could have became. Like now yeah. he's like, oh okay, I'm not a dick anymore. Right. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah. Mm-hmm. Realized at the last second that oh shit. They also yeah. they also did a really good job in, in portraying like the step sibling atmosphere. You know, like Max started crying when it happened. Like you're always tough. Like you hate your step sibling, which isn't true in all cases. Obviously, I have a really good relationship with my step siblings, but like, there's always like, oh, you're not supposed to like your step sibling, but yeah. obviously, you're siblings. Right. And uh, they always had beef, and then at the end, she's crying while holding his uh, dead body. And then I think the other part of the ending that that killed me. Um, obviously, that oh. was a tearjerker. Was Billy, but when they're moving and Hopper's, Hopper's letter, speech, oh, dude, tears start pouring out when. The, the, I just rewatched season three and, yeah. it, and I was I was like, don't you cry, don't you cry. <laughs> I was watching it, with me, and I'm like, please don't look back at me because I'm tearing up right now. But uh, it's definitely a tearjerker. Oh, but oh all around, I just I loved season three, like you said, the aesthetic was great, and this is gonna be the perfect segue into us talking about Stranger Things four. They said that the '80s aesthetic for Stranger Things four is supposedly gonna be like full blast. Like, be ready for all the popping colors, the popping patterns. Like, pop culture is going to be oh, season yeah. four. So, so that's going to be a really exciting thing. Obviously, I would think we're all very excited for Stranger Things no 4. Doubt. Um, I would say our biggest disappointment so far is the fact that we're getting seven episodes on Friday and not all nine. But it will just keep it on. That's what they're going to do. They're going to leave one of the best cliffhangers at episode yeah. seven. Yeah. And you're going to be sitting there for Why? five weeks so, refreshing Do we Netflix. think this is going to be it, or do you think there's going to be a five? I think they said this is the last season. I'm thinking this is it. But a lot of a lot of a lot of studios and production companies have been saying that lately, and it's just not like, right. Think of like Attack on Titan. If you're like privy to like anime, like they have said that this is me the last season, the last three times. Right, and, and that's not still, just with TV either. I mean, artists will say this is the last tour, and then tour eight more times. Or yeah, like, yeah. This is the last video game, then. Halo releases three more games. That's you know, like, exactly. Like, that's a perfect example. So like. <laughs> I'm, I don't know. I kind of want it to be. I know that's weird to say as a big fan of the show, but I don't like, like how the, much longer can they like. I don't want to go down the realm of forcing things right. or like you know stretching it out for the cash cow part of it. I just want them to you know. I feel like Stranger Things four can be a really successful season, and I think they can do four great seasons. And why not just end on top? End on a great. Why note. does everyone want to keep going until they fail? Like right. that just doesn't. That, and like maybe even like make spinoffs of it. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like better call yeah. Saul. Like an animated show. series. That's what I was gonna say. Happen. I wouldn't be surprised if they go like you know like the Marvel route with what if if they start like doing animated spinoffs with this. But as far as like, I mean these the cast is still the same. Um, they're adding a few new people. Um, Jamie Campbell Bauer will be playing Peter Ballard. Eduardo Frano playing Argy and Joseph Cohen playing Eddie Munson, who is the leader of the Hellfire Club, which is the Dungeons and Dragons Club at Hawkins High. But um, this cast, I, I, they've done such a good job, job that these kids now that they're, they're gonna, there's gonna be roles coming in, you know, there's gonna yeah. be, there's gonna be movies right. calling. So I don't know how much more they can do with this, at least this main cast. But um, like I said, this Friday, May twenty seventh, episodes one through seven, and then July first, we'll talk before that. 
Um, but Will, are you ready for an all-nighter on, on Friday? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if you want to come, yeah. I'm going on Saturday. Everybody, <laughs> everybody that's watching right now, go to Will's. <laughs> <laughs> Friday night. I just get home, there's like 86 cars in front of my house. That'd be but, so um, fire. The address is... <laughs> reportedly, this is going to be more mature and scary than ever, so Drew... You might just want to pull the all-nighter with us, because I don't know if you can do this I don't think I will sleep. Hey, old man. <laughs> hey, old man. Not up one time. Come on. I'll try. I'll try. But, uh, so let's let's talk some of these questions that are on the internet that are, like, you would say burning questions. Um, so at the end of season three, Eleven lost her powers. So one of the big ones, Bob, I'll start with you. Do they come back? I mean, I don't... I don't know because like I feel like that was one thing that confused me a lot. Yeah. In season three was like I just it just stopped. Like I wonder. There's no reason. I, I I think it was just as bad. Like I want to say she just strained the crap out of herself and like just with closing it and yeah. like what she did even and then prior getting, getting the mind flare out of her leg and I think I wonder that if that just, did it like mind flare like, yeah. her. like that parasite like just took her powers away. It's just it is confusing because you don't really know the explanation. Right. Is it just a confidence issue or like, you know? Right. Stage fright. Stage <laughs> fright. Do you guys think they come back? Like in the trailer, he's like, "We won't win without you." Yeah. Like, uh, what's his name? But I want to say they do. Okay. I want to say her sister comes to finish it off for good. See, this is my hot take on it because I've been like. I've seen like some like forums and stuff. I follow the Stranger Thing Reddit and everything, and this is a take that I thought, and then a lot of people are talking about. It. Like it's heated up over the last week. I would say they come back and for a darker turn, and Eleven plays like a villainous role in season four. Hmm. That would be insane. And I'm wondering. I think if, I'd be into that. I think that's I'd definitely be into that. Cool. And that she just she starts. like kind of like her sister maybe comes back and like paints her like and. Perfect opportunity, tainted love, but <laughs> no, maybe not. But um, I think that that would be like we see more of maybe like that comes back into it. The other, you know, super humans come back and they team up with. It's called Vecna, I believe, is that new monster we saw in the trailer. Um, <laughs> see, I didn't even watch the trailer. I'm the same way with Marvel movies. I do not oh, watch. Sorry. I respect that. I'm sorry. Oh, you're good. Spoil no, you're good. I don't know but... what you're talking about. I didn't see <laughs> it. I didn't that, see like, it. So I don't know what you're talking. I about. try not to watch the trailer, but like, oh, yeah, I, I better. But you're talking about like that humanoid yeah. monster-looking dude. Yeah. yeah. At the end, I have a theory for that. Yeah, character. We'll, we'll get to it, but. So I already know what it is. The next question is, how will Hopper be brought back into the show? So obviously, at the end... Wait, did you just skip me like that? I said, did you guys have anything to say about Elle bringing her powers back? And you didn't say anything. Yeah, but I thought you were going around asking... Oh, what do, you, do you think Elle's powers are going to come back? Well, I was just thinking, I feel like maybe a twist would be somebody that's been in the show secretly has powers. And they're just gonna bust it out, Max. Max. But she doesn't know. Like it's just gonna something's gonna happen. I don't know, but that's just that's okay. just my little. I like it. So you can move on now. <laughs> <laughs> Michael, I'll start with you. Does how is Hopper back back in the show? So end of season three, he's next to the machine that explodes when closing the upside down for the third time. Um, 
post credit scene of the last episode is Russians going to feed a Demogorgon, and they say, no, not the American. A lot of people believe that that's Hopper. What's your thoughts on that? I think it is. You think it is? I, not only, like, I mean, it could be, but I, even if that's not him, I think Hopper's coming back. Either way. Okay. That'd be a plot twist. I think think Hopper's dead. You think Hopper's dead? I think Hopper's dead. I think the American's Brenner. I think it's Brenner. I think the American. That's Brenner. what I was gonna say. I think I think it's the <laughs> doctor. I, I think, think it's Doctor Doctor from season one. Yeah, Papa, dude. Papa. Yep. Batman. What do you think, Drew? I think it's Hopper. Honestly. Okay. Do you guys think, think he think... like finds his way back to Hawkins, or do you think he's like plays out most of the series as what like a Russian? I think uh, he'll be in prisoner? Russia or whatever for a couple episodes, and he'll find his way, break out, get to Hawkins. Get reunited. Okay. What if yeah. it's like ultimate plot twist and like it actually is Elga is bad, he comes back and then he like becomes the protagonist and like tames her back and like, like it's a full circle like. So he just, just becomes like an actual good guy, yeah. I feel like that wouldn't happen, Loki. I feel like there's so many. Like that's like just too crazy, but <laughs> that would be nuts. I feel like there's so many ways you can go in season four and I think the Back to the Future reference might have a reason. But I'm not gonna talk about that yet. I think Ooh. it's Brenner. I think Hopper's dead. So you don't you think Hopper's alive then? Uh, I'm I think it's Brenner. That's I think Brenner's the American, I think Hopper's dead. I don't know about Hopper, but I but think Hopper Brenner's is in season four, yeah. but I'm so going to talk about why. Flashbacks? I'm I'll tell you why in a minute. I'll tell you why in a minute. But yeah, I think Hopper is dead. Um that takes us to another part of the post credit scene. Um are the Russians gonna have trained demogorgons in season four? Why? Yeah. But you never know. Like, that'd be tra- pretty cool. But at the same time, if I mean, are are they? I guess I should say any- Soviets to be like historically correct because it's in the eighties. Yeah, so. right. But would, would it be that they're training it, or are they just capturing it? Like at the end, you know what I mean? Like are they like studying it, like trying to see like what what is this? Like where do you come from? That's my biggest question mark. Like they have this thing. Are they training it for a reason to be like a? Weapon and war against or? us. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. But I think that's what it could be. Where does it backfire and the Soviets get? Don't need us. Mopped by home. the Demogorgon. I could see that. And Hopper, too. if he is alive, defeats it. No, I think he's dead. But <laughs> um, so obviously Bob hasn't seen the trailer. But who and what is the new monster? I did a little research on this just because I was interested. So its name is Vecna. Um, it's from the Creel House, which the Creel House is, like, reportedly in, like, Stranger Things lore, I guess, is where, like, the research began, um, as far as, like, the Upside Down goes. Um, and it's that's, this house is in that's the Upside where Down? my take, another, like, one that I think the Back to the Future, I think time travel plays a role in season four. Are we getting some Adventures Endgame right here? And I here? think Hopper's a time traveler. Another screw it time travel. And I think he was sent from the fifties to stop what was supposed to happen in the future, or something. Like they're gonna they're gonna find a way to make it work. Because when you deal with time travel, you have to do it right. Yeah. But I, I think they're going to. I think that's why we see the clock, and in the trailer, um, and I think we're gonna see a lot of the Creole House, which is set in the fifties. Hmm. That is insane. Interesting. I so never that's, thought that's that. my hot take on season four. I might be completely way off. Honestly, do you think it's that, or do you think it might be Hopper playing like a descendant of his family? 
like like an old, that could you know be, what I mean? That could like, be too. That could be like he's like playing like Hopper's dad or like yeah. grandfather. That could be too, but why would his name be Hopper? That you know, Time Hopper. There's I don't know. There's like these Whoa. there's like these theories I was like reading too, and I'm like, Jeez. holy crap! People really look like, into this. This is like starting to connect a little bit, right. you know. So that was just a take that I'm like I could definitely see it happening. But I don't know what your guys' thoughts. Um, that would be that, another cool way of it turning. Yeah. Yeah. And if that does happen, it could be a way they set up a season five. But yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm hoping that this is just, they kill this season. That's and it, yeah. yeah. But um, Billy, we'll move on to Billy. Um, there's not a lot of information on the new monsters, so we're not really going to talk about that one a lot. But Billy's obviously casted. Do you guys think we see Billy as a part of the Upside Down, or do you think he's just casted for flashbacks? I think he's the monster. You think he's Vecna? Yeah. Okay. Like the Mind Flayer. Like, hmm. like kind of like a... Adopted him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, took his body, because when he gets, like, stabbed by the Mind Flayer, and when the... What's his name? The bad guy? In the new season... Oh, Vecna. Yeah. Yeah. He, like, comes down with, like, the arms. So, I don't know. Maybe I'm just... My biggest thing is, though, what if they put the if they put the body in Billy's grave? Does he take the body or just the soul? Is that what you're saying? Like, they took the soul of Billy? Took the body. I don't know. I'm, I'm there's stressed. so that's many ways shot. to go. That's what's, so ex- that's what's so exciting about this <laughs> season. Like, there's so many ways to go. That's just a Drewski theory <laughs> for you right there. Michael, do you have any say on this? Do you think he's a part of the Upside Down, or do you think we just see Montgomery in flashbacks? Uh, flashbacks. Flashbacks? I think it's flashbacks. flashbacks. I don't think. But but I like the thought that he might be, like, it's just the body's, like, kid. hijacked. Like, it's I just kinda, a theory, I like kid. that. Yeah. I'm going to have to watch the trailer now <laughs> like, just see. This is another trailer one. Why is Max levitating in the trailer? She's at Billy's grave, and this is where I was, like, one, like, did Billy possess her? Maybe. Or does she have Elle's powers? Does she have powers? And she's, like, levitating. Hmm. That's one of the big question marks. I put is it superpowers because the other thing is they're wondering if the clock from the trailer is also not only, like, dealing with time travel, but maybe it's, like, a way to the Upside Down. And if Max has been going there looking for Billy, yeah. and that's how she develops superpowers. I think they'll be, like, going the Upside Down this yeah. season. That's so, going to be nuts. Like I said, it's going to be a wild ride. Um, let's have a fun one to... To end off the burning questions, Team Jonathan or Team Steve? Michael. It's easy, Steve. Steve all day, but I do ship Jonathan and Nancy. I, Bob. <laughs> I don't know, Team Jonathan. Team Jonathan? See, I like Jonathan a Jonathan lot. With Na- team Jonathan when it comes to the Nancy. Oh, team Steve yeah. when it comes to the kids. Character. Jonathan, yes. well, case and music, too. Character, I got no doubt, yeah. but I don't know. I'm still on Team Steve like, because like, yeah. I think he's just waiting for that redemption. That chance, you know? like, yeah. like. He's just waiting for that second shot. See, <laughs> I right. thought you said that... What's the new monster's name? Vecna. Vecna. I thought you said your theory was you thought Steve was Vecna. No. I couldn't swear you said that. No. Billy. The dead guy. And then we will have one the more question. Guy. We will have one more question on Stranger Things 4. We're going to save it for Michael for question of the day. But we're going to do a taste test. So here we, we see we got Firework Oreos... Which fireworks is the way they defeated the mind flare in season three? Um, so they're Oreos infused with popping candy. Um, so we'll open these bad boys up. I'll let you. I'm not gonna cut your 
cookie. So. Thank you, sir. Michael. Actually, take two. Take two. Take two. We're going to try something here. <laughs> ASMR time, baby. I heard, so we'll eat one normal, and then I heard it's better when you take one half off and then eat it like one side of the cookie and cream when it's the popping ones. So That's what I do with my Oreos. Ounces eat so it straight. So we'll just eat this one normal. Yeah. Cheers, so. boys. Cheers. Michael, you both want full cookie. People just muted us. <laughs> nope. <laughs> it's not popping yet. It's delicious. I'm glad they made double stuff. Yeah. That was huge. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they can hear me popping. That's why it said to take off. Oh, I can feel it now. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, take one side off and let's go at it. I'm not going to eat that side. I'm just going to go after the cream real quick. No, that's what I'm doing. <laughs> Might want full cream. <laughs> some did some. <laughs> you definitely feel uh, the pop more. Oh, yeah. More potent when you only do one side. <laughs> it's so good and weird. Mm-hmm. What do we think? I think it just tastes like a double stuffed Oreo and the yeah. popping's a cool effect. So I'm still going to go 10 yeah. out of 10 because I love Oreos. I'm going 10 out of 10. <laughs> yeah, I feel like it's literally just a regular Oreo, but I just have little tingles. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the taste didn't change. No. Actually, I'm going to go 9 out of 10 because I didn't have a glass of milk. Mm. 8.5 out of 10 for me for no milk. 8.7. I'm going nine two. Nine two. Cool. But that was what our third taste test now. Mm-hmm. And we have more to come. But Michael, thank you so much. We'll go to Michael now for question of the day. Question of the day, baby. Out of the main characters in Stranger Things already, who would you predict to die in the new season, and why? If it happens. Bob will go with you first. Ah, I don't know. Like I, I have a weird feeling it might like be full circle and it might even be eleven and she's okay. the one that ends up dying. Okay. Because I mean Will's still gonna be there and then I don't know why, but right now I'm blanking. I think Dustin and Lucas are like the most immune. I, I don't think Yeah, I don't like yeah, Dustin and Lucas I think they're good, but I just I don't know. I think it might be L. It pains me to say this. I think it's gonna be Steve. That's a good point, too. I, I think it's going to be like a heroic act. Yeah. It's going to be like a heroic act, probably for Nancy. Yeah, honestly. And that's going to be his, like, coming back moment. Yeah. Yeah. And but do they, I, but they, do, do, just, they, do they double up on that type of, like, a cop-out, like, hero story, though? Because like, that's what they did for Billy. Do they do that to Steve two seasons in a row? I think it has a bigger meaning if it's for Nancy. Okay. Yeah. Um, or for Dustin. I think it could be for Dustin oh. as well. Because they've obviously yeah. built the strongest bond. That big brother, between. little brother yeah. bond. Yeah. Um, I, if it's going to be Steve, I think it has to be for one of those two. Yeah. yeah. There's Without no way it's, there's if no it, way if it's, it's not, Steve, you know? it's one of the two. Yeah. I'm going to say it's Jonathan. Okay. Because, like, Jonathan, he, he just, like, stands back there. I feel like this is his time to shine. Man up. Sacrifice okay. himself. For Will. 
I'm go- I'm going Steve too for Steve. for that same reason. A heroic. He's just been trying to prove himself. Yeah, and it's just that's gonna be it for sure. What if Dustin dies though? If Dustin dies, I'm going sad. to cry. Dustin's like my my dude. That probably that's hard, like that, that would probably be the hardest out of all. Of I them. will say I think Dustin would hit the hardest. Low key. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think Steve would hit pretty hard too. See, Steve they Steve might just do it. I think what it makes the most sense. Both them, you know, dude. What if the end of episode seven, Dustin dies, then we won't get it till July. That'd be Holland's, awful. Yeah. I will say this: if we don't see another Dustin Susie duet, I might be a little disappointed. Facts. I'm expecting another '80s movie montage between these two. But um, leave your answer in the comments below. Do you think anyone in Stranger Things 4 is going to perish as far as main characters go? And if so, who and why? That is it for Episode 7. We thank you all for watching or listening. Um, Check out our website at www.culturebubs.weebly.com. Subscribe and follow our social media in the description below. We will talk to you all soon. Peace.